Good evening and welcome to another episode of the C-List Villains, your cultivators of the comic culture. I'm AJ. We've got Red and Luke in the building. E-Man will be joining us in a little bit. Um, For those that are tuning in, you missed the best five minutes, best five minute conversation that was not recorded. On broadcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that I forgot I forgot to press the uh, go live button there. It's all good. It's all good. We've, we've, we've done the same. We've done yeah. the same. I I've long day, man. I love but yeah, long, long, long work. Well, yeah, well going back to the, the, the topic which was F them kids, yeah. <laughs> Luke wants to boot all the kids in the neighborhood. I mean, you have four already in your house. There are a lot of kids. In the yeah, I think they're cutting for your new uh, Nintendo. Uh... Yes, yes, I've got a bit of an Nintendo obsession. Yeah, I see. I see all the Mario's. What's going on over there? All right, so GameStop had this Mario. I'm sure you guys have all seen this in GameStop, dude. They cleared some out for 15 bucks each, so I grabbed a couple. I thought they were pretty cool. And then it sent me, as I am a collector, it sent me down a rabbit hole. And um, they actually made some in the 80s. So, um, oh, I also grabbed a little, I grabbed the mini one from GameStop. Who's the uh, the manufacturer of those, other than Nintendo? Uh, Oh, this one is Dave & Buster's, actually. Oh, shit, okay. What? Well, I wanted a Dave & Buster's. My kid and I got Dave & Buster's. Um, who manufactures these jacks? Oh, jacks specific. Okay. Jacks. So we went, um, check this out. They made one in the eighties. Oh, nice. 1989 (laughs) applause. This thing is so cool. Um, I won this. I won this recently off of eBay. eBay The, The box looks pretty good condition too. I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, that's a good deal. And that this one was made, I believe, in China. Yeah, made in China in 89. Yep, and then I think the other one on the table is, I remember correctly, it's made from the Philippines. Yeah, and so this one was made in the same year. He looks just like a, actually, like a little Filipino Mario. <laughs> um, and they have the little tags and the little things. Um, so it's my newest Beanie Baby obsession. Basically, that's all they are. It's, it's still a licensed Nintendo product. It's just different uh, manufacturers from different uh, parts of the world. Exactly. Yeah. My, now, as my wife says, my dolls. I'm playing with my dolls. Now, how many? How many of those do you plan on collecting? Is there is there an an end to it? That's it for the plushes. Eighty nine. They really. Um, this one. With the Filipino Mario, I think he's my favorite. He's just so adorable. How do you know it's a Filipino Mario, Red? Because there's a made up, made by, or made from. Yeah, made in the Philippines. Well, yeah, Red, I mean, I you caught that from like a mile away. There's no way I would have. Yeah, discussed it from a previous day. Like this is. What oh, okay. I was like, you knew that just by looking at it, the side view. I'm like, damn. Oh. Okay. I am. I am not that good, plus I'm working with. A two by three view of you guys, each 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 rectangle. Yeah. yeah, that's why I was like, "Damn, you know you're Mario." I wish, I wish I had that kind of toy knowledge, or just like the Jordan Embro, or 
You know, he's a big old toy guru that has Oh, shit. he is. What happened to that guy's show? Wasn't it like Treasure Toy Treasures or something like that? Something or? Like that but I think he got canceled. But I think, I think he's also doing something on YouTube to continuing the appraising. He has, he, he's working with, I think, the History Channel. And he does yeah. toy YouTube. He's still very active. Yeah. And then the other guy, he died last year or just during this year. The one that works directly with the with the with the with the secret stash, we got his name. Oh, Bob. Oh, yeah, Brian something, right? Or not Brian? Not Brian. Um, not Brian. I think it was was it Bob? He lived. He was living in a storage unit. Yeah. And that's my greatest fear: is that someday when all my family's passed, it's going to be me, like the stack of comics that's going to fall on me in a storage unit. You and your collectibles. <laughs> I will live and die with them. Yeah, they're gonna find me just rotting underneath a pile of uh, comic books. Well, if anything, at least get buried in the slabs. That way, the books are protected, and that you're also encased under. There's no way the burial the burial people are doing that. They are stealing everything, and I hope they do. Look, let me let me ask you a question. Then Uh, I'll ask it both of you guys. Is there an end game to the collecting? No, God, no, never. There's no, there's no, because as soon as we, it's, it's just, we'll just be something else. Yeah, the the end game is death. Really, it's it's either you'll get rid of it a year before you die, or you know it, your your relatives have to get rid of it for you when after you die. It's, I'd it's like just, to I'd like to caveat that I think there have been two times in my life where I've had to sell my collection to live. Right, um, hundred percent sell. Nothing left. Uh, heartbreaking, and I've uh, clawed my way back out of that. Do you think that any of your kids um, will pick up the the passion of of collecting? I hope not. No, I wouldn't wish this curse on anybody. It, it's kind of, that stuff when you're when you're long gone. It, it's kind of weird though, because I do know a lot of uh, a lot of guys who have collections, and their kids are not really interested in it. You know, they'll go to the conventions with them, but they're not like collecting like the way we are. Yeah, they don't want the comics. I can see my youngest getting into it. He's he's a collector big time already. But um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? All good if they do or they don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, we we have AJ and I have a mutual friend Greg who strictly collects toys, and he has two rooms dedicated in his five bedroom house just for his toys. So he's got two kids. the The two kids get their room, but the two other free rooms that are supposed to be spare bedrooms are for all his toys. And then the garage too, which has his uh, his car collection. It's actual. You know, he's an import tuner, so he buys all these import cars, and and. For miscellaneous bicycles and scooters. Wait, tall, tall Greg, right? Yeah, tall Greg. Uh, yeah. I never knew that he I, he had all. The, I mean, I knew that he was a collector, but I didn't know. Oh, he's got Transformers, Funko, uh, Nerf guns, up the yin yang. Um, I know he's got a, a, a huge collection of Pokemon, everything. So from toys wow. to cards to even games. And wow! So he buys three of three of the each item that way. 
He has it for his collection, and then and he gives the other two to the kids for them to play with. Really? Yeah. Usually they do the one to open, one to keep, and then one to sell. But now you just yeah, two for the kids to play with because they they're they're not into collecting, but they want to play with the toy. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You gotta let your kids play with them a little bit. But my only regret with my firstborn was that I gave him my um, 1980s GI Joe collection when he was like three or four. Oh, he cut them in half. <laughs> Bro, he just he loved the fuck out of those, man. He loved them, but he smashed into bits. Those so toys are pretty durable, though, for for what they were. At the time, they are, but second generation and thirty-year-old plastic. Yeah, it was, it was chipping like mad. The O-rings don't last long. You have to replace the O-rings at least every, I'd say every year after the first one like fails. I had the space shuttle pterodactyl. That's my biggest thing. I was like, oh, I think that one's actually worth a little bit of money too now. Oh yeah, well along with the 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 USS. Uh, Oh, that one was the one I always wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was cool. I mean, it's not to scale to a real flagship, but flagship, but it's it's big enough for you to have at least four, four of the GI Joe planes, and then a hundred of the action figures just just pose all the way around it, and had in like and then you know do a simulation battle with Cobra like in your room, as long as you got the space for it, because that thing is about roughly six feet long and two feet wide. Then you're rocking with the cassette player. Did you have the cassette player? That was <laughs> what I can't remember what character it was. It was it, it wasn't Starscream or was it? Oh, Soundwave. Oh, you talking about Transformers? Yeah. Yeah, Soundwave yeah, and Soundwave. Uh, Blaster. Blaster. I didn't have the tape cassette, but my neighbor did, and uh, that's a good one. You know, since we're talking about Transformers, should we? Uh... Do a quick reaction on the the trailer. I guess uh, Michael Bay ruined it for me. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, I saw it once, but I didn't. I didn't write like I saw it once. I didn't get to really dive into the the trailer. All right, let me pull it up here. Go ahead and talk. Let me pull it up. I I I watched it once and I had no emotional reaction at all. It was just really kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> The Mark Wahlberg one was kind of like, Ugh. I mean, I do like how they put the the man. What are they called? Predacons and the um, Beast Wars. That's it. I, I mean, even even the Beast Wars Transformers during that the time it was big in our generation, I couldn't get into it because it was all you know you see earlier. Uh, CGI. So yeah, it was, it was early 2000s. The animation was, was kind of bad. And then usually the the channel that that we had, that carried it here in our area showed the damn fucking cartoon at, at 6 a.m. in the morning. So already <laughs> we were getting ready for either freshman year or whatever. And I can't watch the stupid thing because it's it's on too early. All right, let me pop it in. Okay, full screen and play. <laughs> For millions of years. All right. 
one to fear, cried. There is a darkness coming. Who the bad guy is? Can you tell who the bad guy is? Look, Predacons and Decepticons. Yeah, but there's no like, it, they didn't show like the the main antagonist. The main baddie, baddie. Yeah. And also, like, if they're going to have uh, the girl Transformer, I mean, I would think that they're going to bring in Hot Rod because they came all from that movie, right? Yeah, RC, which E-Man's e daughter is in after. I, I think <laughs> that if they're going to use those characters for tra Transformers the movies, that, yeah, Wait, e Hot Rod, Cup, what? Yeah, E-Man's e daughter is named uh, Eris RC. Oh, okay, like, Eris. I yeah. don't know where Eris from, I guess, Voltron and the RC part from the Transformers. Um, but Wait, not Eris from Final Fantasy VII? Oh, that too. Yeah. Well, we need E-Man here to confirm. We need E-Man here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if they're going to use those characters, then yeah, they have to bring Hot Rod, Cup, uh, the uh, the, uh, the the Cycle, the Cycle Clones? The, the okay. Garbage. Yeah, 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 I remember. Like the Headmasters uh, uh, and uh, Galvatron. And the Micro Machine guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the part of the, the garbage cycle yeah. people. They got to get the Micro Machine guy on there then. And, and then uh, the, the, the little tiny midget looking one. Um, uh, uh, I can't remember his name. It, it, it escapes me. But yeah. Well, you guys don't seem too thrilled about it, though. No. Well, Oh man! Oh, Michael Bay ruined it. I will, this... I I would like to preface that by saying I will be going. I will be taking my kids, take the family. I'll, I'll I'm gonna go see it. It's gonna be fun in the theaters. That's the only way you can watch these things and enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah mindless fun. And and the corner herb says makes sense. It makes it made me go back and binge the animation. So it's the... mindless fun. It's like. It's like seeing Godzilla vs. Kong. I mean, they're good, but there's no story. It's just watching 50-foot-tall things break up each other. 
Yeah. According to DJ, he hasn't seen any Transformers movie in a while. Uh, I need to go back and catch up. I well, mean, none of us have. When was the last one? Let's see. Uh, Dark of the Moon and then the Bumblebee uh, standalone movie. Never saw it. I never saw Bumblebee either. When was Bumblebee? I heard it was good too. Came out like three, four years ago, right, right yeah. before uh, what's was, her name blew up. Um, the, the, the who, what's, what, what's Hawkeye's uh, real name? That actress. Oh, um, Seinfeld, Haley Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld. yeah, that was her. The, the I don't want to say breakout role, but that kind of like I guess segued her into being Hawkeye. Well, it was also not produced by Michael Bay, so that's why that's probably was good. I mean, it has a 91% tomato meter and 74% audience score, so that's not terribly bad. Yeah, and they also went back to the original VW Beetle for that one. So that kind of... can't even remember. That kind of made the original fans ha happy. Which reminds me... Hold on. And I don't understand the timeline because... I heard Bumblebee is a is a prequel. So, are all the Transformers Transformers movies canon? Like, they all take place in the same universe? Uh, that they haven't explained that one yet because it, the first Transformers that they came a hundred years prior to whatever humans are. Then on the Bumblebee timeline, they came much earlier than that. Okay, so it could be completely like a re reset. Yeah. And I tried to show this to Luke last night. This is a Bumblebee. Kit, model kit. Okay, there's a bit of a glare. Is there? There we go. There we go. Pull up the light here. Uh, right, yeah, Bumblebee kit. It's just like the Gundam, but Transformers edition. So you can build Bumblebee and not transform them, but you can pose them. Okay. Have you uh, built any of those before? I built the the Optimus Prime one. I, this is the one, the one we picked up at uh, SDCC 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, how long do they normally take to to build? Uh, hours, two two or three, depending on the if you have a carpal tunnel. Gotcha, gotcha. The pieces are pretty small, so you have to use a uh, tweezers every now and then. Oh. No way, really? I don't know well, if I could do that. Just try it. Just try it with the uh, the one in one in one forty fourth scale. They're about this tall, but you know they're this is the joints that you really have to worry about. the The actual uh, shell pieces are big. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, but is this new one? Uh, is it uh, Michael Bay or no? Oh, good question. Let's see. I guess we don't really care then, right? <laughs> There's not a lot of uh, excitement from us. I'm just like, okay, yeah, it's cool. Well, 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 the next question is, is this my Peter Cullen's last role as the voice of Optimus Prime? Since he's, he's getting up there in age. And and Luke and I, actually, yeah, we, we kind of put Peter Cullen on the Deadpool. Oh wow! Uh, I, I how old is he? He's not that old, is he? Let me look. Let's see. Where is Peter Collins? Let's see. 
keep talking while I find it. <laughs> okay. Speaking of R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Kirstie Alley. He's fan. eighty-one. He's eighty-one. Okay. Yeah, he's a little bit up there, I guess. Uh, produced by Bay Films. So yeah, Michael Bay. Yeah, R.P. Kirstie Alley. Cheers. I guess she was famous for some movie, Drop Dead Gorgeous. I kept seeing about it on Twitter. I've never heard of no, it. No, 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 no. She's famous for Look Who's Talking. And Look Who's Talking too. She also was in Star Trek as a traitor, Trek, right? Yeah, yeah. And that then Cheers. That was her first role, right? Yeah, I think Three so. Yeah, her first role was Star Trek, and then she carried that role into Cheers after she took over for um, what was her name? The blonde Ali Sheedy, right? Not Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy was the girlfriend that took over for for Karate Kid. The blonde was it? The blonde lady? Yeah. Yeah, they, it's they, been they, so they, long. Shelly Long, I think. Yeah, Shelly, that's it. Shelly Long. That's the girl. I I fucking loved Cheers in the nineties. I loved Cheers. Really, I couldn't. I never got into it. I think if I saw it now, I could appreciate the comedy. But back then, I couldn't really get into it. Yeah, I I've been to the bar actually, North End of Boston. Um, it's just is what it is. It's awesome. Plus, plus North End is just a. If you if you're gonna go to anywhere on the East Coast, you know you go to Manhattan. You know, you do the New York thing. You go to Boston. You gotta go to the North End. It's just a, it's, it's, it's special. Yeah, didn't they do the the that one movie by Scorsese? Uh, the uh, Departed. Departed there. That I don't know. I should know that because Departed at one point was like one of my favorite movies. Exactly why I brought it up. Yeah, well, but so one of my one of my best friends from my from like fifteen years ago lived in the North, so I went and visited him. So I'm visiting him. His wife is out walking their dog. This is like how weird the North End is. This like limo pulls up right beside her. The window rolls down. This guy goes, hey. She stops. He goes, oh, hey. Oh, hey. He goes, nice dog. She's like, thanks. <laughs> the window rolls up. Steve Martin. Oh, wow. What? Just so random. Is that a really uh, like rich area for it's people? It's just who... like it's just like very. I don't even know how to describe it. Like unique. Like we went out to the seafood. Right, we went out to this Italian um, dinner like ten o'clock at night. You know. Yeah. There's yeah. a line of like a hundred people to get in at ten o'clock at night. Oh shit! And, okay. And my buddy sees the owner, and the guy's like, yeah, "Come on up." He's like, come on, guys, come on, fuck the line, fuck the line. Sits here's a table right in the center, this big circular table, sits us down. Yeah, bottle of wine on the house, okay. (laughs) Oh, man. He brought us this huge platter of just lobsters and oysters and pasta. Yeah, man. Didn't charge us for the alcohol. We paid for the food, did not charge us for the alcohol. Well, that sounds like a he fun was, night right there. He was a night to remember. Quick tally here. Top three Steve Martin movies. Go. Go, Luke. Oh, The Jerk. You got to go The Jerk. All right. Good. Next two. 
Oh, what's the uh, the one where they are they are swindlers? Blinger? Well, with with <laughs> not the one no, with Eddie Murphy, right? Like, um, I love this movie growing up. They're in Europe and they're like tricking people to give them money. Man, I don't even know. All right, I'll look it up. What's your third one? Uh, third, third Steve Martin movie. I don't know. Help me out. Father of the Bride, Three Amigos. Oh, Father. Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, Pan the 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 Pink Panther. If he was a Pink Panther. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even know that. <clears throat> I would say for me. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what about yours, Red? Uh, Bowfinger. Wow, you are gonna throw out Bowfinger. Bowfinger, yeah, that's that's <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Roxanne is another. Oh man, that's a deep cut right there. And Little Shop of Horrors. Oh man, those are good. Those are good. Those are good. Um, I was gonna say Three Amigos and Father the Bride, but now that you've thrown out the Little Shop of Horrors, I've got to put that up there. Um, I don't know. I might have to agree with you on on Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, even well, though it was a bit part because it was mostly um, guy's uh, name. Oh, um. Not Rick Martin. Moranis. Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis, yeah. Yeah, because Steve Martin only played the dentist. Yeah. What was the other one you said? Uh, Bowfinger. Bowfinger, and then the third one? Uh, Roxanne. Roxanne. Man, Roxanne was good. Roxanne was Roxanne good. Roxanne was good. Yeah. But I think Not I'll put... Right. I'll put... um. Damn, that was good. Roxanne was good. Those are good. some good ones. Um. I'll go Little Shop of Horrors. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Father of the Bride, and I think I'll agree with you on the um, Roxanne as well. Jumpman uh, says planes, trains, and oh man, that's another good one. Yeah, you you forget the movies that he was in, and those were all like those those movies we watched as like latchkey kids, you know? Of course. Because they were always on HBO oh, at the time. There's one he did with Jack Black called The Big Year. I guess it's the it's a comedy. They're, they're, they played bird watchers. Yeah, that's that is a solid movie. He plays it very straight though. And then, there's no um, there's no monkey business in that role. Damn, My Blue Black Heaven Black too. Oh, damn, Jim pulled my my honorable mention right there. Yeah, My Blue Heaven or Rick Moranis. Yeah, I, I think that that's again. My, my that's my dark horse pick right there. That's he was good in. Um, I, I like the big year a lot actually. In fact, that is a fantastic movie. That's the one with Jack Black. Jack Black and uh, Steve Martin. I'm gonna have to look into that. I've never even heard of that movie. It's so ridiculous. It, it's like these people actually. They're like they're like the bicyclists of the. Uh, you know, they're that hoity-toity about everything. 
Right, 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 right. Bird watchers may be the most elite group of hobbyists in the world. That may be like pinnacle, pinnacle elite elitism. Looking down on everybody, literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Chin and major issues pulled out parenthood. Parent, oh, that was a little. I didn't really. I can't really re really remember Parenthood too much. Oh, you know what was? Oh my God, L.A. Story too. I forgot about that one. You're gonna have to remind me what happened in that one. I'm not quite sure what happened to L.A. Story. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I forgot it. I forgot what happened in it, but I remember as a kid, I always watched it and I always loved it. And of course, we can't finish without asking: Only murders in the building. Have you guys seen at least season one? I have not. I heard it's good, though. I heard it's really good. It is fantastic. It is oh, that's so a good, good one by Dave Chin. The Leap of Faith, where he plays the uh, like the sham preacher. I don't it know that so one. Good. You've got to watch it. Got to. Mark, Mark Short, fantastic. Selena Gomez. Where's the stream on? Is it streaming on Hulu or... or uh... What is it streaming on? Something. It I've might got be. All. I've got all of them. I've got all the streamers. Every <laughs> one of them. Every single one of them. Because my wife's like, well, honey, I want to watch this. I'm like, fuck. Gotta get. <laughs> I mean, two I... of them you could eliminate as far as like getting paid it. Because if you have ATT, HBO Max comes for free. If you have. You have Comcast Xfinity, then Netflix comes for free. I don't even know anymore, Red. It could be. They're all, whoosh. It's a convoluted spider's web of streaming services. Oh, it's on Hulu. It's okay. on Hulu. Yeah. All right. So that came up on my Disney package. In. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Only Burgers in the Building is, season one at least, was one of my favorite season one. I have not watched the third season yet. I just it got Hulu and Peacock. Because of the Black Friday deal, so uh, I've been watching on uh, trying to catch up on uh, the new anime or the new season of the Bleach anime. Dude, season one of Murders AJ would be a great Christmas holidays relaxing show. It's super fun. Are you watching uh, Yosemite? Yo, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Yellowstone. I'm sorry, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. That is a little better. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I keep get, I keep forgetting. I keep calling y Yosemite for some reason. I'm almost done with the first season. Oh, that's my favorite show on TV right now. My two favorite shows on TV right now um, this year are Yellowstone and Atlanta. I don't know what that says about me. I'm a walking contradiction. Atlanta's uh, it's done though, right? Yep, it finished this year. Yeah, they finished. Sadly, Herbs is oh. recommending for you to watch Chainsaw Man. Yeah, I've watched the first two episodes. Good. Yeah, I heard that was good. And we yeah. saw a um a cosplay of him at Benefico. Yeah, a, a, a few of them actually. And then, yeah, there were a few. So that that's probably the next I I guess big thing in cosplay is Chainsaw Man cosplay. Before that it was Demon Slayer and and. A little bit of Attack on Titan. A little bit of Attack, yeah, on, Titan. attack on Titan. There, there was a Marvel one that like appeared a lot, other than Deadpool. Yeah. 
Well, speaking of Fan Expo, I mean, we never really got to do a recap on it. You guys went. Uh, you guys met Mr. Jim Lee himself. So how did that all go? Luke, you want to tell him? Um, it was a, it was a life-defining moment for me. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, when I met when I met Todd McFarlane, that was life-defining. Got a selfie with him, and meeting Jim Lee was my other. I mean, those two guys were like my Stanley Jack Kirby's, right? Right. Like right. my dad grew up with Stanley Jack Kirby, uh, reading the four runs and the. Uh, Fantastic Four, Amazing Spider-Man in the 60s. I grew up in the 90s. I can't help with what I grew up in. I grew up with Todd and Jim. Those are my two gods. Right, right, right. My two idols. I've never personally met Jim. Finally got to meet him. Shake his hand. Buy his art. I bought an original page off him. Um, he signed my box, which apparently that means sign my pussy in... Britain? <laughs> Wait, what? It's a slang term for sign my vagina. Oh, okay. Nice. And you... you, Jeff Loeb. So I met Jeff Loeb. Um, Fan Expo is so fucking weird, man. I walked, to, I walked up to Jeff Loeb. He's sitting there all by himself. There's nobody coming up to him for a signature. Nothing. He's just sitting there at the table all by himself. Fan Expo, what are you doing? I think it's he's not really doing too much on the comics. I think he's doing more TV producing. I think I think that's the thing. Yeah, though. So he signed under Jim Lee, and he's like, "Oh, Neil Adams, I got to sign under him too." So he signed under uh, Neil Adams too. I thought that. Was cool. So, uh, what page did you get from Jim? I got a pretty awesome page off Jim. I got a uh, Superman Unchained. Oh, nice. Um, number three, and it's the first naming of this new character, Wraith, from that run. Gotcha, gotcha. Where Clark nice. asked him his name, and he mentioned it, and Clark's like ripping a piece of tank off. And it's a good page. Uh, and then I got my buddy to buy a couple pages, and I, I was like, dude, you got to give me some commission. And he laughed. And I did get yelled at by his handler. If I begged him to do a doodle on the box, but um, his handler yelled at me and told me to. Um, Is it Albert Moy? No, Albert was hella cool. Albert was laughing at me. It was just the random lady. Oh, she okay. probably worked for Fan Expo. Albert was like, you could ask him. But he probably say no, but say yes. Oh, nice. Jim Lee nice. Pencils, how crazy is that? Who inked those? I was and like, that's... hey, Albert, if I wanted to get Jim just to draw Superman that detailed, how much would I have to pay? And he's like, eh, about five grand. <laughs> I'll buy Wait, the page. That's, that's the Superman page, right? Yeah. Nice, man. That's a That's a dope pickup. And then, um, oh, he did it. He did it like a video game thing. He did this like fucking video game backgrounds. And Albert's like, yeah, he got paid like 10K just to do this. And these are the backgrounds. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna frame these and put it up like in a. It's just like modern art. Oh yeah, that's cool. But it was cheap. It was only like two fifty a page for these. Like for Jim Lee for like just art. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's a really good deal, actually. Yeah. So it was just weird. And... The setting itself could be a character in any in in any story. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just building backgrounds, but I was like, "Why under for both pages?" I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I'm surprised. That's the first time you've you've met Jim Lee. I know. I'm surprised. Well, I mean, he's come to Portland, but the last two times he's come, I've had to run the booth. Right, right, right. I couldn't uh, go and see him. What about you, Red? How was your experience at Fan Expo? Uh, it was... If, remember how uh, special edition San Diego Comic-Con was? Yeah. Not so, Not so busy, but yet you can get everything done in a day? Yeah. That's what I felt like then. Okay. Right so all the artists were are our disposal. We got to we got to uh, chop it up with them. Uh, John Jang, Alan Kwa. Um, who else was there? Uh, Simon Bisley. Joe uh, Casada was on Sunday, so he was he was tied up. Uh, the Miranda Brothers, Vincent uh, Latina. I mean, they were all there. And most majority of the the floor space was dedicated to artists, and then a third of it was to vendors. So there weren't a lot of comic book vendors. There's mostly just stuff for people who sell like mystery boxes, Funkos, and, and there are six comic book vendors. Only six, which is which is totally weird because you're on the West Coast, you should be expecting more comic book vendors there. But was it like the the normal like unknown and then um uh shortbox no. was there no. a1 was there but but there were no big shops there it was yeah all only a1 old. the shortbox up in that california yeah and then uh i, I actually got some pretty good deals actually i'm pretty stoked so um, the disappointing ones he couldn't get but he, he kind of he kind of used that to to buy more books that that to put that chip on his shoulder yeah i missed out dude this guy walked up at the, there's a booth a guy was selling nm batman 423s for 40 bucks each and wait, um, wait, wait which batman batman 423 you know the mcfarland cover yeah 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 really first prints near mint he's like well it has a spine tick on it i was like i don't see anything but the short box guy scooped me he had the stack yeah. of them he got the uh bloodstone one for 40 bucks gene, yeah, so, so gene? Not, but his assistant picked up the book his and i was assistant. standing behind him like please put it down please put it in my head and he's like he negotiated him down i think to 30 dollars i got salty I was like, bro, I would give me like two hundred bucks for that, man. But he had the the guy had a stack or just one? No, he had a stack, and the and the guy uh, he, he sold them all for uh, forty bucks and one for thirty. Oh, dude. Yep, and then there was a Jim sketch that was going for two hundred that Luke wanted to get, but the guy in front of him picked it up before him. At the Jim Lee booth? 
at the gym leap. Yeah, no. So I'm opening Jim Lee's pages, and there's a there's this like Batman sketch. It's like this big, and Albert's like, "Well, Jim did it fast, so we're only asking 200 for it." And I'm like, kind of looking at some other things, but I have that open to like add to it. Yeah. And the guy walks up and he's like, "I'll buy that Batman sketch." Oh man. And I'm like, I'm like, should I? I was like, do I say something? I'm not gonna say anything. You should have licked it. Put your good man, out. good man, good man. I'm not gonna say. It. I'm gonna let this guy get it. I'm gonna see what the universe does, and it did come back to me. So, yeah, it did hurt a little bit, though. It hurt a little bit. I'm taking. I'm guessing that, um, like, if there was like, well, I'm pretty sure there wouldn't be, but like, there's no quick Wolverine sketches in there. No, nah, I think most of his Marvel stuff is gone. Yeah, yeah. There was no Marvel pages at all or anything. And the bat, he did have some Batman pages, but they were like eight grand each. He had a, he actually had a Detective Comics one thousand page with Bruce, um, Batman, and 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 Superman. You know, doing something beautiful page, but it was like nine nine grand. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure that's going to be a steal ten years from now. You know, Detective Comics one thousand a page from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a forty thousand dollar page. Hey, you know, I was just since we're on the topic of uh, McFarlane, Jim Lee, and McFarlane, well, Batman and Spawn. We all know that's coming out. How? Why don't you think that Marvel has ever worked with? With Todd again, how come we haven't seen the Spawn Spider-Man crossover? Probably a lot with a lot of mergers, I imagine, with Disney. Um, I don't want to name artists, but there are artists who don't want to piss off Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're just kind of wary about like making sure the relationship stays good, and. DC, it doesn't feel that way. It feels way more punk rock. I mean, they they still have Ezra Miller on staff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and Marvel's like, did you have a bad tweet 35 years ago? <laughs> like, fucking fired! You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's unfortunate. I don't know if we'll ever get to see a, a Spawn Spider-Man crossover, but, I mean, that would just if ever there was a, a time that like comic book industry was was in a downturn that that would be the one that would pick things up for sure bro no doubt no doubt i mean that really was kind of the cross between batman and spider-man for todd right Great yeah spot. yeah yeah that was it did you pick up anything uh, at the at the expo, Red? He bought more than me, I think. No, uh, but mostly I got most of stuff signed. Well, yeah, I, I, I bought this uh, computer mat that I'm using right now. It's just a bunch of anime girls and boobies. Oh, okay. So, which, All I, right. which I cannot show to on 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 the stream, but <laughs> just take my word for it. It's it's pretty uh, pretty good. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, uh, Mostly for the experience of meeting everybody there. Granted, I already met the Miranda brothers. 
but holy shit, those guys are like the nicest people in the world, and like they're always happy to see you. Yeah, we then, saw them at breakfast. Yeah, we met up at breakfast at, at, at the Mel's Diner because they came in right after we just finished. Um, who else? Uh, John is always a, a doll every time we, we meet him, even though we bug him every time, you know. Yeah, uh, John was helpful. Yeah, and um, and we got to meet, uh, we got to, uh, uh I guess, um, uh, uh Network more with uh with the uh, Tony Fleeks and Tony Tony Rodriguez, so which which then gave us an opportunity to talk to them last week. Yeah, yeah. So then, then we're hooking up with other people here that we we also schedule some stuff in the future yeah. with them. So definitely, yeah, we're we're making our network bigger and 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 looking to do more interviews with these people and maybe a, a future project here and there if they're willing to do it. But we also want to grow with them. Yeah, I, I was wondering with the the Jim Lee thing. Was it? Did you guys? So it sounds like you had actual time to interact with him. It wasn't like a sign and then move along type. No, of that's thing. A, it was it was a cattle. It's a cattle herding. Totally that. It was totally that. Um, then how how did you have all that time to buy all this art then, or to like? No, there was a separate booth downstairs. Yeah, there was two booths. The oh, okay. Was upstairs, AJ. And we gave him a T-shirt, and he said, thank you very much. Um, and it, he was very thoughtful. And I'm pretty sure we're the only people that brought him a T-shirt. Or gifted yeah. him anything. Yeah, because there was not a lot of stuff on it. So he did thank us. Um, we got a picture with him. But then downstairs, what happened was, AJ, I walked up. He's He's at his booth. I walk up to his table. There's nobody there with my box um and i start talking to him i start buying a couple pages off of him he's and we're talking we probably how long are we talking right probably three uh, to 45 five minutes. minutes 45 minutes at least wow 45 minutes that's that's pretty cool it was enough to like gather a line behind you because that was four to five not 45 four I, two oh okay four to five minutes there was enough to for it to gather a line behind him because that was the first no. time slot for, us for, for a single sign. There, there was no line gathered, Red. There was no line there gathered. Was. There was already a fucking line behind a curtain, which I didn't know about. There was about a thousand people deep. And I didn't see that because it was behind the curtain. And Jim was like, he just side busted right there next to get the signature. Which is yeah, awesome. I just busted up front. And Jim was like, he's like, I appreciate it, man. Um, look behind you. And I looked behind me. And he was like, <laughs> A thousand cuts stare daggers at me, and I was like, Oh, I like, sh I, I became like three inches tall, and I just like shrank. I was like, Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least, I mean, so basically, unknowingly, you cut in line to get art, right? I cut in line, and he didn't even, he's so gracious, he's like. He's like a, I mean, he is a dad. He has four kids and a gorgeous wife and just a beautiful family. He's a family man. Um, he really was very gracious with me. He, did, he didn't stop me, cut me off. Like, there was an artist who was like, We are not here to sign things for free. We're here to do commissions for paying customers. Wow. And I was just like, Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want. I just wanted him to sign my box. That was the artist or the handler. The artist. No, no artist. artist. 
Yeah, he was like, we're not here to sign things for free. We're here to do paying co commissions for paying customers. And I was like, I just want you to sign my box. I don't want, you know, if you, if you, want, if you want 10 bucks for the signature, whatever. I don't yeah, it, looked, it looked like he wasn't even busy. There was nobody. Yeah, there was nobody in line. Like, hey, you want to make that side money, then fine. You should have you should have asked straight up for it first, then. Yeah, like 10 bucks. Give me 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I'm glad, uh, Luke, you had a really good experience because that, I mean, it it, it is, uh, you know, it's, you definitely made uh, the the, ex, the fan expo experience worth it for you, especially meeting Jim. So that that sounds like a really cool story there. It does. It was. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You should hear E Man's side of it when he met the Miranda Brothers and everybody else, because that motherfucker got the drink with drink up with them on Friday. Friday night. Why didn't yeah, you guys meet up with them? No, we all decided at the table like, oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna grab a drink and dinner like afterwards." But for me, for me, I was still recovering from a recent injury, so I can't really walk that far to the bar. Yeah, so, how's your uh, leg doing, bro? Legs doing better. Legs doing better. Thank you. Oh man. But yeah, but um, at that, that time I was still throbbing, so I was like, "Okay, I, I, I can't go to go walk down there, but you know, just to go take pictures." So you know. E man goes down there, meets up with the Miranda brothers, Alan Qua, uh, um, um, Steven Segovia, and then uh, some other folks from the from the Scott's Collectibles group. Okay. At the time, it was like so definitely on top of what Luke had experienced on that fan expo. E man topped that one just just by having the drinks with the with those artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you meet up with them, Luke? He wasn't there till the, the day. Uh, after oh, the okay. Uh, Saturday morning. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right. I would have gone. In fact, next year, if, if we're going to do it again, I'll, I'll come uh, Friday night for sure. All right. Um, well, this time we'll have at least a, a, a bigger uh, tab to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Even could only buy himself a drink and he couldn't buy the guy's drink. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Don't worry about it. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? So, I mean. At least he had a good time with them, so that's cool. Yeah, he's got pictures to prove it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we're, we're hitting that that hour mark, and I, before we started the show, Luke, you had that new Nintendo. You want to show that off and talk about uh, your new gaming experience? Dude, this is sick. My Switch, I picked up this new Pokemon OLED. You know, I, freaking, I walked into GameStop, and they just had one. I, I guess they're kind of tough to find, but... A customer had returned it. I grabbed it. Oh, so this is right after Black Friday special, so they just returned it because they didn't need it anymore. Totally. Damn, you won out on that one because those are hard. I, I totally. It was a. It was some kind of you know what I mean. You walk in, and it's just. It's Kiss pretty me. cool. I added. I did upgrade to these the Split Pad Pro. I would recommend this for any adult gamer. Yeah, anybody who has carpal tunnel, get the bigger controller. Full size for handheld. Look at that. It looks like the Steam Deck. And honestly, that Steam Deck is expensive. What is that? I don't even know what that is, Steam Deck. That is the, um, you know, Steam, the PC streaming software? No, I don't actually. I'll take your word for it. Um, Steam is like the biggest streaming software company. Yeah, they were, they were up against like Gamefly. But because they, oh, they okay. were streaming and not renting out games. Gotcha, gotcha. 
So yeah, you down you subscribe, you can buy games from Steam. That's where all that's where any PC game now is sold off Steam. I, I want to ask you about the Switch. So it, it looks like a handheld, but you can also play that it, like the screen somehow is linked up to the TV, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, you can a docking station. There's a docking station in here. That's this white thing. So this white thing connects to the TV. Okay. You plug it in and then it switches to the TV. So you can switch controllers and then put them together and then that's where you use to play. Okay. Handheld TV. So it's a it's a, a gaming system and a portable gaming system, I guess. Yeah. It's a Game Boy and your Nintendo all in one. So you can be playing on the TV. Looking at your TV, and you can walk right up to it and just pick it up, and it instantly transfers right onto the screen, and you don't even lose a single second of gaming. Okay. You just walk out the door and keep playing. Yeah, I will. You know, I, I'm interested in getting a Switch because I've always liked some of the like. Mario Kart was always a, an addicting game to play. Oh yeah, there there was times when you and I would just play Mario Kart all the way through the night just to just to battle each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario Kart, um, NWO, WCW Revenge. Yeah. 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 Well, that was on the sixty four, but Mario Kart. Yeah. Whatever gaming console that it started, in, it was. I think it was Super Nintendo. Yeah, I think that's when we just kept on. Every time there was a new one, that's where we kept on battling. Yeah, so that's totally. it was always fun. I just got well, I, I I just started, I just got a PS5, and I hadn't had a gaming system since the PS3. And uh, there's so many things that I didn't know you could do now. Like, um, I was playing the other night, and two of my other friends they were watching me play. I'm like, you could do this now, this, this that's how it works. What? They're just lurking. You were watching you? Yeah. So, um, I was playing uh, Horizon for Forbidden West, and that's a good game. Yeah, we were in a, a, a in a, in a I, I guess a gaming party, and then I was like, "Hey, you guys want to watch me play?" And we figured out you could screen share, so they just watch me play the boss and telling me what to do. <laughs> oh, I, I think they do that on Twitch a lot too. So it's it's PlayStation Network's uh, their version of Twitch. That okay. Was yeah, it was, it was crazy. I'm like, man, I didn't know that uh, the the things that uh, these gaming systems can do now. Well, because of esports, that people want to show off their skills and and do those like those runtime like through Mario, like how fast they can beat Mario in whatever certain amount of time. So yeah, that definitely. They, they want to stream your gaming as well. And that's how all these Twitch streamers are getting big because they're they're totally. beating games. And you know, I don't I think we're past the, the point of using the game genie and using cheats and shit. We just watch <laughs> professionals just play the game and then we'll just use the same tactics that they're using. Yeah, well, well I mean oh, go ahead, Luke. No, there is aim assist, which is Guys use aim assist on gaming now, and um, if it if it like snaps to like a target, so they'll like be shooting one guy in the head, then immediately like like shooting another guy, 
the computer will tell you exactly where, like, you know, it's messed up. Yeah, I was, um, I, I started playing, um, what game was it? Uh, I bought Elden Rings and I'm playing with two of my buddies and, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just following them around because, like, one of my friends is pretty much telling me, yeah, games nowadays, there's no instruction manual. You have to, like, search on the internet to figure out what, what's going on. I'm like, I tried playing it by myself, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I'm just walking around. Totally. Yeah. Uh, well, it looks like E-Man sent us a message. Oh, okay. E-Man's computer is still down. Oh, yeah, he's still rebuilding. But he can't log in through his iPhone. <laughs> e man. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I mean, I guess if he can't come on, I mean, I got nothing else. Oh, well, hey, let, let me show this real quick. Uh, it's, it's it's going live tomorrow, and you we wanted to. Talk oh to yes, you. yes, yes, yes. We yes. wanted to talk to um, to John Jang and, and and Nelson about it, but you know, but definitely just wanted to share with you guys and just be prepared. Of uh, what's the greatness of John Jang and and Big Time Collectibles and what they'll be selling tomorrow off their site, which is this Deadpool John Jang. Man, that is amazing. BTC exclusive, dude. So definitely go pick one up. There's a three thousand print run on the regular uh, trade dress, one thousand print run on the version, and you could tell it's a virgin because this one shows teeth. Does the other one not have teeth? <clears throat> the other one does not have teeth. It's just a serious face. Yeah. Oh, and you know the remark. If I buy one, if I buy a CGC 98 remark, I'm gonna you know what I'm asking for, baby. Santa hat! Yep. And there's the there's the remark that'll come with it, which is a feral uh, wolverine. No, I don't want the feral wolverine. I want a fucking Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that go ahead. It'll be white. No, I don't think I'll put a red, any kind of red on there. If unless you ask, I'm asking. I want to say that. All right. <laughs> so tomorrow, big time collectibles. If you can't read the fine print or the print, it starts. It drops at big time collectibles, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, that's definitely one I think all of us are going to try and get. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's a must have for sure. I'm going to slay all. I'm going to get two sets. Yeah. I, I, and and in and you we were doing this a couple years ago where as far as like, you know, voting out which books cover the year, story of the year, and publisher of the year. I think this has automatically gets cover of the year for me. Yeah. It's well. It's, okay. How about this? I'll uh, order. How about we each order three sets, and if none of us get, if only one of us get one. Each of you will get one set. What do you mean? You like if, if we try to fast? order it tonight, tomorrow? You think it's going to sell out that fast? I don't know. It's going to sell out in the hour. but It I will sell it's out, but 3,000 is a um, – it's, it's it's not – 3,000 print run is not a five-minute sellout. The one you want. Yeah, yeah the Virgin could – sell out but even still like usually if it's a 300 print run that's where you get a little a little scary if you'll get it but a thousand there, there's still a chance if you log on right right at five right oh yeah okay i'll yeah. be on it for let's let's email each other 
or let's send a fax to each other. Let's send a certified <laughs> letter overnight to each other. Log in. Just get me on the Morse code. I'll, I'll definitely shoot for the trade. I don't know if I'll get the the uh, Virgin because I'm still in the office of five, and that's like a still a busy time because we're closing the office up. And dude, I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. If you want to set, I got you. Just, just, just let me know later. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to throw out there before we end? Oh yeah, well I guess we'll save it for for next week. The Wednesday on Netflix, we gotta watch that. that. I heard good things about it. Willow is on Disney Plus. I've the first two episodes episodes already up. For me, it's a pretty good start, but it just seems really uh, directed at, at new fans, yeah. not the original fans. It's okay. very boring. Yeah, and uh, what else is there? Uh, what else came out this week? There's another show. Dude, Yellow was fucking action from point A to point Z. This show is like... Whoo! Yeah, there's a couple of things that feel not forced, but um, they they should have let it develop. So they kind of rushed it. Yeah, the relationship between the, the princess and the girl, like... Let us, like, feel it out, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. Like, dude... Let it, like, let don't, it, yeah, don't tell us right away that, that they want to. They want They want pound town. Like, <laughs> you know, bring it to us mid seas. Okay, yeah. bring it to us mid seas. Like, ladies want to pound. Disney awesome. Disney Plus. Yeah, go for it, dude. Ladies want to pound town. I go for it. But you know, you got to tease it a little bit in the in the shows. You know. Yeah, you know. For in the second episode, like, come on, guys, just let Give it, me some foreplay. Give me some foreplay. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the last couple Disney shows I've tried, they've been pretty disappointing. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to give Willow a shot, but I will if you guys are saying it's good. It no, it's not good. It feels like a CW show. Okay, and, uh, then I can't. Red, you're it, way more yeah, forgiving. So. It's no, not, uh, like I said, it's it's more it's pointed towards the kids uh, and for newer fans. It not not to like diss the creators of the show, but it just seems like you no, know we're it's the older fans are kind of left out. It's for the kids. It's for okay. the it's for the babies. It's for the younger gens. And then it's with, for Gen Zs. Yeah, and for like Dungeons and Dragons coming out in a couple of weeks or so, it's it's it kind of matches that uh that same vibe. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, All right. Now. Well, Red, I mean, I don't know if I'll watch it, but you could definitely give us your report on it if you're going to continue. Mm-hmm. Luke seems to be into it. <laughs> I'm watching it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll... uh, Bullet Train's on Netflix, too, if you guys haven't seen it yet. Go watch it. Oh, is it? I'll have to go rewatch it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, uh, thanks for joining so. us. Good night, Miss So. And uh, we'll see you all. Next Tuesday. Peace out. Love you. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at seedlessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us 
on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks, at Sealess Villainous Red, at Sealess Eman, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening.